Hello and welcome to the Creative Champs podcast. I'm your host, Kime, and I'm here to help you on your creative journeys through the Creative Champs platform. So this episode is all about getting ghosted. So you've just started things out with a client. You're thinking to yourself, yeah, man, got a new project on the horizon. Let's go. You send them over the financial details. <laughs> And then you don't hear from them again. Or they might ghost halfway through a project. Caspering all over the place. All right, so we're going to get into how you can deal with these clients who ghost. All right. One of the most common things that we might experience or that we might hear of other creators experiencing are people disappearing once payment has been mentioned. Now, all this tells you is that they were never serious to begin with. Right. Or... It could tell you that they just can't afford you, which could be another thing. Either way, they're not the kind of client that you really want to take on because if they're just going to disappear without giving you a heads up, without giving you a reason why, is that really someone you want to be working with on a project anyway? Now, this can be a massive pain in the ass and it can be a dent to the confidence because sometimes it might lead you to think, well, I must be really expensive then. Why are they disappearing? Have I scared them off? Try not to fall into the trap of thinking this way because then this is when you start to lowball yourselves. It's when you start to undercut yourselves. It's when you start to price yourselves far too cheap in a quest to attract clients. But really ask yourself, why are you trying to attract clients or more clients like this? If the client is going to disappear the moment you mention payment of any kind, why do you want to attract more of these people? Who you really should be targeting are the people who see the value in what you're doing. Those are the people you should be targeting. Those are the people you should be focusing your energy on. And how do you get in in touch with those people? I've got another episode speaking about how you can attract value-based clients. Somewhere in the... I can't remember which number it is, but I do have an entire episode dedicated to that. And failing that, I have posts over on Creative Champs Instagram page with details of that as well about how you can go about attracting value-based clients who don't scream or run off at the sight of payment. So what do you do when you're in a situation where you've already started the project and they disappear? You know, it costs time, money, energy. Having to chase these payments is stressful. Sometimes you can think about nothing else, especially when you're banking on it, yeah? Only to receive radio silence when it's time to pay up. In this case, this is where I always encourage, first of all, starting out with a deposit. Once you've had the discovery session and you've both agreed that, yep, you're going to go ahead with the project, go ahead and get that deposit before you start a lick of work, before you raise a limb or a phalange. (laughs) Is that what it's called? The bones in your fingers. Before you raise any of that, get your deposit, get 50% as a rule of thumb and I say 50% because it's just so much easier to calculate just 50% and then once you're about to release the final piece of work don't release it until they send you the final payment and if you do release work before that then make sure it's not only watermarked but again I have an entire episode on how to protect work um, and how to send it without with lowering the risk of it getting stolen in the process so if you just follow the details of that episode I think it's 
uh, I can't remember. Again, there's so many episodes, so I'm not really sure, but it's all to do with protecting your artwork, your digital artwork. So if you go to that episode, if you haven't listened to it already. Yeah, so the key is to not send any usable work until they've paid the remaining balance. So guess what? If they disappear, you've been paid your deposit. And yes, there should be some sort of kill fee applied for the work you've completed since that point and up to that point, especially if you've reached the final stage of the process. But if they disappear and you have a contract signed as well, that cannot forget that you need a contract signed at the very beginning, then you take it up a notch, you follow it through, you chase it up and you exhaust all options or you just refuse to send the work. You refuse to send the work because they haven't paid for it. And if they disappear, then they're going to end up without the work that they've already paid a 50% deposit for. They ain't getting that back anyway. So they've just wasted their money, essentially. They've wasted a bit of your time, but at least that way, if you do not send them the final piece, they can't run off and then use it without paying you and they don't have it. So if they want to play silly buggers, then, you know, they're not going to be able to access the material. So at least, at the very least, you will have that. So say the client has just ghosted, right? So it's been about two or three days. I would say start off, just give the benefit of the doubt initially. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just in case they may be caught up in something, they might be going through something, they might have just genuinely forgotten. Things can happen, you know, we are humans. Just start off by sending a gentle reminder. And if you're unsure of the words to use, then on the Creative Champs website, there are 20 free email templates on the free downloads page with some ideas of what you can say in these situations. So you'd start off by sending a friendly reminder and then following up, if you, ha- if you still haven't heard anything a few days after that, then you send the follow-up. And then this follow-up will be a little bit more stern because the first one was gentle. This one would be more stern, a little bit more curt. And then once you've sent that, if you still don't hear anything, then you send a penultimate follow-up, reminding them of the invoice, the amount that's due, And just let that sit. And yeah, it does sound like there is a lot of sitting. But then failing those steps, if you still don't hear anything, then that's when you have to start thinking about communicating using other methods. Yeah. And by other methods, I don't mean just rocking up and spinning their jaw. I mean, finding phone numbers or other people to contact in the department, social media. Although social media, I wouldn't necessarily recommend, but it is another way to get in touch. Literally exhausting all communicative channels and finding other ways that you can get in touch with who you need to get in touch with or people who work within that department. That's why it's always handy at the beginning during a discovery session to find out the people that you will be in contact with and to get the contact details of all of the people who have a say in what happens throughout the process, whether that be processing the payment, whether that be making any of the decisions, you need to be able to get in touch with all of the people involved, yeah? If they have an accounts department, get in touch with them. Get in touch with the person who works above your client if there is anybody there who does work above them. And then if there's still nothing and you really wanna pursue this, then that's when you will consider contacting a third party. You've tried waiting, you've sent reminders, you've tried contacting them through alternative methods. And if you're still hearing nothing after all that, then that's when you would consider, if you really want to rock it up a notch, 
that's when you would think about considering um, contacting a third party. You've completed work thus far. They owe you money. And if it's particularly lucrative, so if it's worth the cost, then you may think about contacting a solicitor, a lawyer, whatever it is. But only if the risk or the return on investment is worth it, because there's no point paying money, forking up money for a lawyer or whatever to represent you for a project that's, you know, it really does depend on how much it's worth to you and whether the risk is worth it. Enforcement, what I can say though, is enforcement of legal action may scare the ghost into paying up. If you, usually what will happen is they'll be sent uh, a letter and that letter can sometimes be what is needed. Sometimes it can scare them into finally paying up and doing what they're supposed to have done from the beginning. And you can pay to have this drafted up or some people, I know some people have sent templates, but I wouldn't recommend that. I mean, you know, I don't know about the legal implications of that. I don't know. But um, what I would say is that you can get one drafted up and then officially sent. And usually what that letter will say is if payment isn't made, then obviously legal action will be taken and things will get kicked up a notch. So they might decide, oh, do you know what? It's not worth it. Let me just pay the bloody money and just be done with it. And sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't. They won't get back to you. And then in those cases, yeah, things would have to get amped up. But can happen, obviously, and it does happen. But it's usually on occasion. I wouldn't imagine that there's someone here who's going through this every single month with different clients, different people. I think these may be examples of exceptional circumstances, but you never really know. You never really know. There could be someone who's going through this every week or every month. And so the next step up from there would be small claims court. But again, this is only worth it if the project rate is substantially higher than the costs. I mean, otherwise, if you still hear nothing back after all this action and you don't have the means to, you know, pay for the legal route, then... This might have to be an L because sometimes we have to just take the L. Sometimes. Sometimes it's easier to take the L than go through all of these routes. But I get it. It's the principle. Yeah. Sometimes it's the principle. It's like, no, you can't do this to people. But there are some cases where it's just like you have to choose what is more peaceful for you and what is less stressful for you. And what is within your remit at that particular time, what can you afford to use your energy on. So in terms of what you can do to prevent this going forward, as I said, discovery sessions, getting those deposits up front and also uh, contracts, getting your contracts airtight. Again, on Creative Champs website, we do have resources for this. In the resource centre, in fact, we do have templates and we do have guides to stress-free contracts. So there are ways that you can go about preventing this in the future. And ghosting, it could still happen, no matter what. No matter what measures you put in place, there will still be or could still be the odd person who's just going to disappear and just be, a, you know. But um, <laughs> what I can say is if you don't want to charge a deposit, you might want to charge 100% upfront. This is also an option. This is an option for those who feel completely confident in their ability to provide a solution for the client or provide something qualitative for the client or provide something that they know is going to be valuable to the end user. So they're just like, you know what? I know I can help you with your issue. I'm going to charge. It's a very loud bird. Sorry. Sounds like it's laughing. Uh, charge 100% fee upfront. Some people do that. 
or joining an artist union as well can be very beneficial if you're an illustrator you've got the association of illustrators or if you've got um well they're not necessarily a union but they well actually i'm not really sure but they they do provide support in these instances yeah and then you've got the actual artist union england who do provide union support in these cases and they will help you fight for your rights yeah so consider joining an artist union and again, on Creative Champs Instagram, there is a post all about the different unions that are available. Not all of them, obviously, but some of the best picks. And also adding late fees to any outstanding balances. So if you're having to chase up someone for money and they're not paying you on time, then you do have the right to add a percentage in late fees. And again, on the Instagram page, there is a guide to late fees and yeah, so if you go ahead and you have a scroll, you will find all of these resources as well. But in these cases, your time, your money, your effort, your resources, everything is being used. So your energy. So, you know, it can't just be a case where people rock up, take the piss and leave. And I get that. But obviously it's a case of picking and choosing your battles and, you know, just just doing your best to try and prevent these things happening moving forward. But as I say, there's always caveats, there's always loopholes. But saying that, there are always ways and things you can do to um, help remedy the issue. All right, so I hope this episode was helpful, guys. And I will speak to you same time next week, as always. Have a great one. And hopefully the weather picks up and that everybody can go outside and get a bit of sunshine. All right. All right, take care. Bye.